family life can be both rewarding and frustrating. That is why we are here to strengthen families with quality information and support to meet the many challenges they face. Welcome to In Support of Families. Parents all over the world have been through the same trials that you are facing. Your host, Emma Lou Penrod, is here to help with valuable parenting tips for a happy, orderly home. My guest today is Christy Corliss. She's the mother of four children, two through adoption, one through IVF, and one the traditional way, after she learned about foot zoning. Her journey started with foot zoning, back zoning, face zoning, hand zoning. She now has a total of 10 certifications she draws from along with the amazing doTERRA essential oils and products. She has integrated these tools into her life coaching for amazing results. Christy has been an essential oil educator, sharing and teaching doTERRA classes and zoning for over nine years. She loves helping others reach their goals, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, with her whole body mentoring business. In her free time, she runs a nonprofit called Whole International, helping Kenyans with Days for Girls, education, entrepreneurship, and clean water. She will expand her efforts globally over the coming years. Christy, welcome. Thank you so much, Emily. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. And I, I think it would be an understatement to say it sounds like you've been busy. <laughs> Just a little bit. I, I do joke about in my free time yes. <laughs> doing the nonprofit because I am very busy. But but yes, I. I love what I do, and, and I think when you're called to do something, you feel the passion and um, the, the divine calling to do something, then you can find a way or make a way to get things done, right? <laughs> I believe that, too, and I've been around you long enough to see that you are a high-energy person, so I, I thoroughly believe you are capable of doing everything you have set out to do. I have a great deal of respect and admiration for you, Christy. Oh, thank you. Amazing woman. Now, I am curious about the four children. So it sounds like you started out thinking you wouldn't be able to have children. Let's, let's start your story yeah. there, okay? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, I had endometriosis. I found out I actually got married pretty young. That wasn't my intention, but I met a great guy, and he was 10 years older than me. Got married when I was 19, turned 20 a few months later, and we weren't preventing, you know, using any birth control or anything like that. We just thought, well, um, we could start our family anytime now. After about a year, um, I thought, you know, there might be something going on here. And so um, we started to kind of figure things out. And I had endometriosis and um, went through different surgeries and um, uh, tried, you know, their, their, drugs and different things that they recommended and found myself a year later back having another surgery to clear out all the endometriosis. And anyways, I 
did artificial insemination and I did everything I could. I felt like at that point, but I didn't want to do in vitro. I felt like that was money, you know, for just a chance where I really felt like adoption would be um, a better route for that us at that moment. So anyways, that led us to adoption. And I just along the way, I really felt like our children would get their how and when they were supposed to. And then that's been the case. So our first daughter, we actually um, got the call the 20th of December. She was born the 23rd and we picked her up Christmas day. So couldn't have asked for anything better. Um, that's my oldest. And then um, about three and a half years later, we were blessed with um, our next daughter. And she, we just picked her up at um, the hospital. And they're both pretty local. Our first daughter, we only went like 10, 15 minutes away. The next daughter, it was just an hour away from us. And things were going along pretty good. And I was thinking about our next way to get our child here. And I was thinking about foster care and started some classes with that, but then we were selected through our agency for, a, well, actually that was for our daughter. Um, it, we were selected um, through to get her that way. But um, anyway, so back to our third experience, then I was thinking about foster care again. And with that, I just um, was at a meeting this one time and somebody was talking about getting her son and, how she was just going to dedicate his life um, to God if he would just bless her with a son, just kind of like Hannah in the Bible, you know, and, and I was thinking, oh, that's great for them, but our, you know, ours just, just through adoption and we'll just figure out how to get them. But I just had this overwhelming feeling all throughout my body, just um, signaling to me that it was time that I tried um, the route to get pregnant again. So I just felt like, well, I need more information <laughs> than what I currently had because it hadn't been working. And so that very week, my sister came to me and said, do you know what? There's this lady that teaches these health classes. So she even talks about women's health and um, infertility and having endometriosis. There wasn't a lot of information on how to treat or overcome it besides surgeries and, and some of the drugs that would quiet it down or mimic a pregnancy. And, and really the drugs were hard on me when I had tried them before it. Um, I could couldn't take them the whole time. I just felt like I was going crazy and couldn't couldn't take the emotional hormonal turmoil it was putting me through. So, anyways, I was looking for answers, and so I went to this class. And one of the first things the lady told us is to go home and turn around all the bottles and all the things that you're putting on your skin, your hair, everything, and look for certain ingredients. And I went home. And those ingredients were in everything I was using. At the time, I was a sales director with a, a cosmetic skincare company, driving a free car, um, helping a lot of women. And yet I realized the correlation. I had started using these products when I was about 14 because my sisters were, and they were very estrogenic because of those preservatives. So I tell people one tip, if anybody's listening, if you're struggling with infertility or know somebody who does, especially if one of the things is um, miscarrying within those first, um, you know, 12 to 16 weeks, that's a sign of high um, estrogen and low progesterone. And one thing to do is to avoid putting on your skin or in your hair um, parabens. So you could look for methylparaben, propylparaben, butylparaben, and then phenoxyethanol. Those are some things, there's, there's a few others, but those are the main ones. And so, um, so yeah, so I, I resigned 
from that position, gave back my free car and changed the course of, of my health um, through those um, actions. And then we did end up doing in vitro to get our boy at that point, because I felt like um, a few years later, we had done everything we could at that point. But then we um, were brought to foot zoning. And I, uh, I do want to share this part just because I think it was a big life lesson to me. So all along through the infertility, I, you know, I already mentioned, I kind of just felt like our children are going to get here how and when they're supposed to, and things would be okay. But once we had our boy, Michael, after that, um, just struggled to get him. And I finally was able to have him. He was only four weeks old when his sister was coming to see him and he was in a little bouncy seat on the kitchen table. And my husband was sitting pretty close to him, but I was turned around cooking dinner and just in an instant, she slipped. And um, since there was a tablecloth that jerked him down and he hit his little four week old head on our tile. And so that put us into, we went to the hospital and they immediately after an x-ray or scan, they sent me and him to um, the primary children's hospital, um, which is a specialized hospital for, for children. And I was there with him for about a week or a little longer. And they were doing x-rays and scans and radiation. And so at that moment, I, I, I did the, I asked why I might, I was like, what good could possibly come from this? Cause I was always a person that believed things happened for a reason. Right. And that there was a lesson and something we could learn or, or purpose to everything. But in that moment and that we got happy <laughs> and I, um, but as I, um, kind of just prayed to understand, you know, what good could possibly come from that. Um, I was actually led to the foot zoning because I left seeking for um, something, some way. I didn't know if there was any possible way to get radiation out of that little tiny four-week-old body, but I felt like that would be more detrimental in the long run rather than, you know, him having the the hematoma, the little bleed, um, that that was healing and would be fine. But I felt like that would have more effects from the radiation. And so I didn't know a lot at that time about things. Um, but I did have a neighbor about the natural, you know, health world. I'd learned some about nutrition had been applying those principles, but, um, a lady, a neighbor of mine, I, I started to remember the times she was mentioning this foot zoning thing. And so I asked her, I said, do you think that this could help with the radiation? And she said, call my niece. And so um, we started with the foot zoning. And um, then I started to realize all the benefits for my, my children that were adopted with clearing the emotional imprints and baggage and, and things supporting their DNA so it could heal and regenerate and restore without the foreign imprints and all the emotional um, and physical and mental um, trauma and baggage that they had. And I realized for me, what a support it would be. And, um, I thought of other family members and friends. And so I started myself, um, learning the foot zoning and I went and I, I graduated with the, the foot zoning certificate. It was at my foot zoning, um, graduation that I was actually introduced to doTERRA essential oils just because somebody there, you know, was like, Hey, have you smelled doTERRA peppermint? And, um, so I smelled it and I was like blown away. I thought if this is peppermint, what have I been using? And so I looked into the quality and the purity and the efficacy of doTERRA and I, I haven't looked back, but, but after that zoning, um, that's how we got our, our, our last child Savannah. It was about six six um, months later after Michael was born and after I had um, 
started doing the zoning on myself, um, being zoned and then doing it on myself that um, I was able to, to conceive. I did find one little other tip I'll give people out there if they are having infertility, the ashwagandha. It's an Indian or Ayurvedic medicine herbal. Um, it's called ashwagandha and it's known to support the adrenals. And in my case and many others I've worked with to help, it can support the adrenals so they can then produce um, the progesterone to counteract the estrogen um, that they are getting to. And so for me, between the zoning and taking that the next month after I added in the ashwagandha, I was pregnant. So I tell people, both about the zoning and the ashwagandha and what to avoid, you know, with those chemicals, because it really can be a life changer that a lot of people that were still spreading that knowledge and getting that information out there that you can avoid certain things and add certain things for support. So that's kind of how we got all four of ours. Wow. <laughs> so I, I love that story. It, it, it reflects your, your commitment your, you know, your ability to set goals and reach them. And I'm seeing that as something else very useful that you teach your clients. I don't know if you do this directly or just they learn it from being around you. But tell us more about the services you do provide. Okay. Um, so I do some transformational coaching. So with my zoning experience, I went on, like you said, to learn foot, back, face, hand zoning, and I have 10 certifications um, of energy work, balancing the body, the mind, the spirit, you know, so we have that whole body. That's where my business name come from. It's it's a whole being, right? It's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual bodies all together. And so I focus on all of those aspects and kind of do a customized, personalized, um, transformational coaching program with my clients. I do packages and programs that just really help them get results. And so sometimes it can be, um, okay, it seems like, you know, your body is needing, um, some extra support with the mental body. Let's do a face zoning, you know, or, let's go ahead and support through the, the back zoning with clearing some emotional, you know, um, trauma out a little bit deeper, but I do have a system I follow with all of my clients um, that just kind of keeps them accountable. It's some weekly homework, you know, some goal setting. And in that I, I do include, you know, reminding people how, how powerful affirmations are and a vision board, you know, seeing those goals on a daily basis and, you know, saying the affirmations morning and night. And it's just really about incorporating a lot of different tools. But, but I found that working with my clients with the energy work, the zoning and um, the weekly homework just really um, keeps things going and, and gets great, deeper, lasting results that way. So that's the majority of what I do. I also do um, teach essential oil classes still. I share, I just have a passion with that. I've seen so many lives improved through the nutritional products they offer and the oils. So I do share classes on that. And um, yeah, so that's. And I've been to one of your essential oil classes. You are very knowledgeable. You have really done the research on essential oils. Thank you. You know your stuff. Thank you. That is great. It's just been fascinating to me. I just, it's just so, so amazing to me to know that we have these answers all around us in nature. And, and um, I love that doTERRA's name in Latin is gift of the earth. And so that just really resonates with me that we have all these gifts of the earth right around us. And, and so yes, fun to share. You, you kind of touched on your, your older daughters. You know, I know that in cases of adoption, there, there is still, you know, that, that trauma. 
even if the child was adopted as an infant. But there are also, you know, children with special needs, ADHD. Do you see foot zoning as being something that benefits? Yeah, for sure. And I and I've noticed throughout the years, I've just thought, you know, there's a reason I've been given these children and there's a reason I've been given these tools. Um, so we've found a lot of things that have been helpful. Um, the face zoning has been especially helpful for my daughter that has struggled with anxiety, um, where the foot zoning can also be very helpful as an anchoring um, aspect, but the back zoning as well for more of the emotional um, support. But the face also with focus, limiting beliefs, things like that, it's been helpful. Um, but one of the things that I've actually found that I end up teaching um, a lot about too is something that's not not zoning. It's not really, it's just something basic and easy. I would love to share if that's okay. It's called, I've, I've named it Let's Jam because there are these things out here that we're taught, um, you know, maybe when we're younger or along the way, but um, it's been very fascinating to me how in my own daughter's experience, I could see her healing and growth. And so, and they're very inexpensive for the most part. Um, and so the J stands for journaling, right? There's been a lot of, you know, talk about that over the years, how powerful that is. But the one statistic I'll tell you just that blew my mind is there was a group of nuns and they were involved with some type of a traumatic event in their life. And they followed them throughout the rest of their life. And they noticed that the nuns that did um, journal, they lived an average of nine years longer than the, the nuns that didn't journal about their experience and about their life just, you know, on a daily basis. And so I thought that was, that was just mind blowing, <laughs> you know, to think that, hey, life expectancy here, we could add, you know, on average nine years longer to our life. Who doesn't want that, right? <laughs> so so journaling. So when I um, teach this, I teach people there's lots of different ways you can journal. You could do a gratitude journal, write what you're grateful for. Um, a lot, a lot of people, it's common to write down with your day. You know, check back in at the end of the day and say, okay, this is what I did that I felt good about. This is the what I did that I kind of, um, you know, wish I could change. Maybe I'll think about doing better tomorrow and stuff like that. Um, there's also the historical um, aspect of writing down um, your life experiences for those that come after you to learn from. But then I love writing down my experiences and coming back, you know, months or years later and going, wow, look what lesson, you know, I've learned, look at my faith, how it grew or, you know, things like that. But, um, sometimes when I do the classes, well, when I do the classes, the jam classes, I start with a, a prompt, you know, just take some type of a theme or a question and have people write that down and then just see what flows um, with that. Um, another aspect of the jam is, is the A is for art. And so that's where I'm like, it's fairly inexpensive but if you get start to kind of get addicted, you can spend a lot of money with paints and different, um, you know, mediums and stuff. But the the art is very, um, very good for everyone, not just for kids, you know, learning and, and coloring and watercolors or painting at school, but it's good for everyone. It connects the right and the left brain. It's been shown to reduce cortisol levels. It's been shown to increase endorphins and it just gets the whole brain working together. So those kids that might have a tendency to have ADD or focus issues, you know, things like that, um, it can help that brain um, connect more. And so it's really about the, the 
process, not the product. This is what I tell adults if they start to be like, oh, it doesn't look very good. It's about the process. So just getting out a colored pencil and, and starting to draw, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It's just the fact that we are getting that action going. And, and so that's something fun um, to really do and think about if you feel stuck or off or, you know, it's just a great way to, to release emotions too. all of these things I'll be talking about. It's just a great way to release emotions and express yourself. So it helps connect with, you know, yourself. So I, I've attended your jam class. Can I make a guess that the M stands for music? Yes, yes. One of the M's is music. Yes. So you notice that we usually have a live musician and we have music throughout the whole time because music, I don't know about you, but I feel like music is the glue to our life anyways. <laughs> so it, um, we really resonate well as humans with music because as each gland and organ in our body has a frequency that the music, each different note we have will bring um, a different gland or organ into balance by that tone or that music. And so that's one of the reasons why we can hear a song and it just, oh, it just uplifts us or we can start crying, you know, it'll help us release emotions or lift us because it's, I mean, it's powerful and we resonate, resonate with those frequencies as well. So, but music um, it's one of the easiest ways to shift a mood to, you know, if you're feeling down, turn on some upbeat music, right? Or if you're feeling like you need to cry, turn on some, yes. some music that would help you to cry. And so music is a powerful change. I, I love um, waking up and putting on some positive music. Um, one of my favorites for the morning is just that get back up again song um, that came from the Trolls soundtrack. <laughs> so I like that one. I like uh -huh. um, the I Can Do This by David Osmond. Um, David Archuleta has a, a bunch that are good ones. There's one recently I found um, that's called the breakup song. And it talks about fear. You don't own me. Have you heard that one? Oh, that's the one. That's the one that was playing oh, yes. when I went. Yes. Oh, yes. That really, that was so stirring. Oh, that was yeah, awesome. So the second M is for, um, let's see, movement, movement. So when we are, you know, moving, it can be exercise, um, you know, even just that we know in walking or running or swimming or biking that will release endorphins and help the brain reduce cortisol, sorry, increase endorphins and reduce cortisol. So we're less stressed, but also one of my favorite forms of movement is dance. And so I really feel like, and there's um, actually dance as a therapy too. Like there's art therapy, there's actually dance therapy. They're finding that that helps as you're learning a, you know, a little technique to go and then do back or if you're just freely expressing I love to just freely express and um, I went to school with a modern dance scholarship you know to college and so I've loved just the creative dance I feel just this lightness as I can you know get out my emotions and express and just feel free but there is um, definitely some impact it can have on the brain for you know for lowering stress well, and increasing you know the endorphins and all that so so dancing you know you can of course um do music and dance at the same time you can sing along too yes i remember that and and i loved the class i when i went i looked around the room and i thought oh this is just for young teenage girls i'm a my the, the age of my granddaughters but i left <laughs> feeling great feeling rejuvenated it was a very, I strongly recommend it. So tell her, how can people contact you? 
people can contact me um, by, I'm on Facebook, um, Christy Larson Corliss or uh, Whole Body Mentoring. I have a, a page, Whole Body Mentoring. Email Corliss at gmail.com. Um, yeah, so those are some basic ways, um, you know, you can reach out and I can give you my phone number too after we connect in one of those ways, but, but yeah. Okay, but I, so you, I'll have your links on my website and if they're just listening, they can just find you on Facebook and your website. Yeah, one last M in JAM stands for meditate. So to, to be still and listen, that's been something that has helped me in my goals and in my life answers and so many of my clients is I think one of the most powerful things I can leave with people is to just be still, give your time, yourself time to meditate, ask the question that's on your mind, whether you, you know, close your eyes and hold it out in this meditative space before you or ask the question, you know, um, and write it down. But take that time to be still. And when you meditate on that question or, you know, what you're, you're looking for, any guidance or direction, it will come to you. And so, um, that's my biggest, I think, biggest thing, biggest thing I could tell people is just take more time to be still and meditate and listen to the answers. Cause they're all around you, you know, just take that time to connect to your inner guidance. It's, it's there. And, and the answers are just all around you and inside of you. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So just trying to sum it up, be still, ask the question, meditate, and listen for answers. Thank you so much, Christy. You have a great day. Thank you. You too. Thanks so much for allowing me to be here. We have just concluded another episode of In Support of Families. If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable, we appreciate you leaving us a review or recommending us to your friends. For more helpful resources, visit our website at insupportoffamilies.com. Join us again next week, and thanks for listening.